another day. All right, let's ride. by blackout this is actually the anniversary episode or kind of or whatever it's not on the exact date but it has been a whole year since i started doing this and i've seen little to no improvement my bad i'm trash i can't help it i'm trying to improve and move forward like i always say we got to focus on getting better can't worry too much about the journey you just got to keep on going and the progression will happen as it happens so if you're gonna ride with me ride with me if not I see you on the other side or however it turns out. A few things I want to talk about. Um, apparently there's an apartment patty now. There's babysitters getting police called on them. Rest in peace to one of the homies. Kanye in the White House. Jacksonville, Florida. And I'm going to talk about LeBron. And I want to first and foremost say uh, rest in peace to my man Smart. I worked with him a while ago, not necessarily close, but I knew the guy. We didn't really keep up over the years, but he's a guy I knew. Like if I ever saw him somewhere, I would say what's up to him. And I'm the type of person, if I don't know you myself, I'm going to judge you on the people that are around you. And everybody that I knew was around this man, at least in my perspective, was a solid individual. So I could only think the same way about him Unfortunately, he passed away, him and his son, and I just think it's a, it's a sad set of circumstances when you lose somebody who I've only heard positive things about. You never want anybody to go, but it, it can be real, real painful when it's somebody that was revered by other people, and that's the only way I know him as, as a person who was just a good person to be around. I would just see him in the hallways doing his thing, doing his work. Never heard a negative word about him. He seemed like a kind of more laid-back guy. I could be wrong, but that's all I knew him as. And I think I think it's sad that he's gone, man. He had a family, kids, and all that. And he left a, a good impression on the people he was around. So shout-out to him and his family. I know they don't really know me. I didn't really know him. We didn't hang out or nothing like that. I just saw him and said, what's up, high-five. A few years back but uh one time for everybody going through their grieving process and dealing with the loss of this man and uh to add to that you hear it all the time it's like take care of the people that are here while you can say you love you while you say that you love them while you can and just make time when you can and this is something that to deal with on my own because i am currently away from my family my um parents and my brother and all that and i'm a i'm a distant person and it's not when I'm there, because when I'm, when I'm at home, I'm at my parents' place. It's home base. I usually stay there. I may stay with my sister-in-law or whatever, but I usually stay a night or two at my parents' house just so I can be there or I just go hang out with just them. I'll sit there with them all day long, watch TV, talk, go get food. The whole nine yards, normal family stuff. 
But the phone calls, the text messages, just the communication part, those are the things that's hard for me to do when I'm not in the city. When I'm not there with somebody, I'm, I'm gone. Unless you're on social media or something like that, on Facebook, I'm out. And it's not like I don't want to talk to people. It's just that with me living on the West Coast and there being a the time difference, sometimes my day gets ahead of me and I don't. I don't get to make I make that phone call or reach out and send that text because it's too late. And my parents, they flip-flop. Sometimes they're up late. Sometimes they go to bed early, and I never know when the right time to hit them is. My brother, he he got a crazy work schedule. I think he works nights or work days. So I never really know when to holler at him. And then with me just being bad at communication, it it doesn't go the way I would like it to go. But I recently downloaded an, um, an app. Shout out to my wife for letting me know about this and then shout out to the company IMO that does the video call situation because I I was able to actually send it to my mother so she can download the app and this way she was actually able to see my daughter and actually look at her and see her move around and stuff like that so I I just urge you because you never know when somebody's going to go like that somebody could be you and you don't want to leave with unfinished business you don't want to leave without having said that last thing to that person that you wanted to say. You don't want to leave with bad blood. I would hope not. Unless you have some real ill intent towards somebody else. But just make sure you make the connections when you're thinking about somebody. If you got to be weird and send them a hey, or, I'm randomly in your inbox, I don't mean nothing by it. I was just thinking about you, hoping you're okay. I saw you was having a hard time going through some shit. I just want to let you know, I see it. I hope you're doing okay. And then going about your day. And if you receive it from somebody else, just take it as that. You never know what somebody's going through. You never know what somebody else is thinking about you. So if somebody hits you up out the blue or just asks how you're doing, don't be afraid to tell them. You never know how you'll impact somebody two or three days, months, years down the line. They will remember that if they were at a point that they were low. Like I had, a, I had one of my coworkers back in 2014. I'd be in my office jammed up stressed out of my mind just going through shit because I was in a spot where I thought I knew what I was doing, but I wasn't given all the tools to actually complete that task. And when I really realized it and realized there was no real help for me there, I was stuck. And I would be stuck in the office all fucking day long and wouldn't come out. But this guy would come by and say, hey man, come on, let's go to lunch. Let's go eat. And I don't think I was ever in like a a really, really, really low place, but the fact that he still came to look for me when he could have easily went upon this day, even after there was times I re kind of rejected the invitation because I was so focused on my shit, I was alienating myself. He still took the time to come back and be like, hey man, come on, let's go. Nah, nah, ain't no no. Let's go eat. Get out of here for a little bit. Free your mind up. That happened to me damn near four years ago, and I still appreciate it to this day. Who knows what could have happened had he not done that. So if you have the opportunity to be there for somebody, man, say something to him. If there's somebody you're thinking about, let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you, I hope you're doing well. Just don't leave unfinished business because that's happened to me more than what I would like. Where I could have reached out to somebody and just and said, hey, when I could have spent time with somebody and I decided not to, Humble yourself. 
humble yourself, be present when you can be present, and uh, make sure you spend your time with those who deserve your time. Now, if they don't deserve your time, then move on from them. If it's negative, then move away from it if you can't fix it. I'm not asking you to be the repair person to go out there and change lives, but if somebody's making time for you and you feel like you want to make time for them, don't miss that opportunity. Once again, rest in peace, smart man. I wish the best for that man's family, his friends, and anybody who was affected by his passing. It's truly a tragic situation. Moving on to something else. Um, apartment Patty, I guess we, when my boy said we run out of nicknames for these people. And it, it seems to be that way, but there was, a, there was a black man trying to get into his apartment building the other day. Or at some point, whenever the video was taken. And there was a white woman and her dog standing in the doorway, not wanting to let him in. And he kind of had to repeatedly request to be let into the, the building where he lived. And she kept asking him about for his key fob or whatever to get into the place. And he finally was like, look, I'm going to move past you because you're blocking me from getting to a place I live. And I'm not dealing with this shit no more. And she was kind of like, what unit do you live in? Where do you live? And then... He asked her what unit she lived in, and she stupidly told him because he could have been somebody fucking crazy, but that wasn't none of her business. So then he ended up pushing past her, getting on the elevator. Shorty got on the elevator with him and walked him all the way to his place. And she was basically saying, well, if you're my neighbor, then I want to meet you. And he was like, nah, at this point, you're starting off on the wrong foot. I don't have nothing to do with you. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, Yo, I don't mean to come off as sexist, but, like, where is your husband or your boyfriend or whatever? Because one thing I always say is, like, I don't have no time to be arguing with no woman that's not my wife. That's not my job, to be arguing with a woman in public that's not my wife. There's nothing between us that significant enough for us to be going back and forth with words. So that's just something I won't do. And I would always advise my wife, hey, don't argue with no man. If I ain't there... Don't argue with no man because you don't know what he's capable of. Or you don't know what he's willing to do to a woman. You just don't. There's no way to know. So for her to, to try to stand in the way of this man, block his entrance to his home, was foolish. Not only was it rude, disrespectful, it makes you look very racist. You also put yourself in a situation to where you don't know what type of day this man's had. You don't know this person's past. What, it, what he's been through. You don't know if he's mentally ill. There's all types of things that could have happened in this situation to where you could have come out on the bad end of this. Like something past having your face all over the internet for asking this man these dumbass questions. He could have been a violent dude and pushed you down instead of pushing past you or punched you in the face or robbed you or whatever just because you were in his space not trying to let him go where he was trying to go. And then I'm thinking, like, well, if it was that serious, if you have a significant other that's there, why not just call, like, hey, I'm calling my boy. You know what I mean? Like, why have the confrontation? I don't think that she should have did all of that. I think she really should just got the fuck out of his way and walked her dog like she intended to. But, I mean, why have an argument with a man if you don't have to? And then you follow this man all the way to his home. Like, if that's me, I'm on alert. I wouldn't even really went to my place. I'm just, I would have stood maybe outside my door, but I don't really want to go all the way to my place with you following me. You make me nervous. And I, I commend this guy on being as polite as he was while speaking to her because I don't know if I could have done that. That may have been a situation where I 
where I actually like blacked the fuck out and said something crazy or got loud or disrespectful because he could have called the police on her for harassing him, whatever. I'm glad the situation ended peacefully, but it just shows you, man, like no matter what you do, no matter where you, where you make it in life, there's still people out there with the same mentality that we don't fucking belong. And when I actually find find a video or the audio or article or whatever, I'm going to put it up on social media, how I was talking about how these things happen because certain types of people, and I'm going to say white people, don't feel comfortable with minorities in their space. I think it was talking about that little dumbass smile people do when you say hello to a person trying to be polite and walk by and they just kind of purse their lips together and give you that stupid ass smile is usually attributed to white people and shit but I've seen other people do it you say hello and they just kind of give you this closed lipped smile and basically ignore you it's been look, it's been seen as a sign of um, them being uncomfortable and not able to handle the situation like if you see me in the same place that you are I'm not supposed to be in that space or in that place that you are because it makes you uncomfortable you feel like you have ownership of that spot and anything coming outside of that is invasive and that's how this situation seemed to be because all he was doing was coming home he, he wasn't coming with a bunch of friends he didn't have a bunch of weird bags you, you didn't see anything crazy like that he just he was just trying to come to his crib and it's unfortunate that these things don't happen but they will continue to happen and i hope they continue to be caught on videotape or video phone or however you want to say it so that people can see that this is the type of shit that black people go through then there was the other man who was driving down the street and he had two white kids in his back seat. And he was actually babysitting the kids, but this woman decided to follow him and call the police on him because she didn't think that the kids were supposed to be with him. Turns out the mother of those children is a lawyer. And he was supposed to have the kids. I think he either runs a after school program or a daycare or something like that. But it just goes to show you, like, you get to a certain point in life and you get to doing things right. And you still get looked at a certain way. You still get looked at a certain way. No matter what you do, you still get looked at a certain way. It's just like I talk about military folks. You put the uniform on, driving to work, you fucking American hero. Hoo-yah, hoorah, whatever you want to say. American hero, look at that guy. He's a hero. That guy knows how to do the right thing, serving this country. That man or woman knows what's, what's, what the right way and the right way of thinking is in this country. You take that uniform off, it's a whole different situation. Me in the uniform of America, 100%, simple and plain. I'm a beacon of freedom and everything America stands for. Me out in my regular clothes with a hoodie on. I'm just some bald-headed asshole in the parking lot. I'm a thug. I'm a criminal. Living a double life. This is the type of shit people go through. And we keep seeing examples of this over and over and over and over. A few years ago, there was a guy out in fucking... A Cambridge professor was getting police called on him because he was fucking locked out of his place. But because he didn't belong, people feel like he didn't need to be there. Wild shit going on out in this world. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. Uh, I didn't listen to a lot of music this week. I don't have any album reviews for you. I did 
re-listened to T.I. a little bit. I didn't get all the way through it. It's better than I thought. I'll, I'll admit on the second listen, it's better than what I thought. But still, there's some times where it's like, why are you still talking about that? And I just feel a certain way. because I guess because Jay-Z dropped 444, I want people to make albums like that. I'm just a hip-hop head. I don't really know how to explain it. That's just the way I'm looking at it. Like, I have to realize that that's a different bar. Even though it's my favorite rapper, I have to realize that's a different bar. He can do that, other people can't do that, or they're not willing to do that. They don't have that skill set, or they don't have that, um, I guess, they're not willing to do that, to give that much of the situation. I think Wayne tried a little bit, but then it went back to the old stuff. I guess it's just old stuff he had in the, in the back, but who knows, man. Um, I did see LeBron out there with Travis Scott and uh, and Drake performing in L.A. And LeBron should have he should enjoy his time in L.A. He's put in 15, 16 years of basketball. Hey, as much as I was kind of against it because I just wanted to see the young core of the Lakers develop, I'm looking at it more like this is a good thing. He could teach them a different work ethic, a, a different way of preserving your body, developing your game because he had to do all that. He had to ridiculous skill set when he first came into the league but he has developed his game immensely and hopefully he can pass that on to the Lonzo's and the, the Kuzma's and the Hart's and the um, Brandon Egram's so I, I'm interested to see how this is going to go on because I already know he has his footprint in LA on the production side of things as far as movies and all that and he has this show called The Shop where him and a few other I guess I don't want to say industry types because different industries but a few other celebrities sit in a barbershop and, I guess, spill the beans about what's going on at the time. And, I guess, talk about the position they're in as athletes, actors, rappers, comedians, whatever. He's supposed to have Ben Simmons and Drake in this next episode. And it's going to be, I want to, it's going to be interesting to see, especially for the Ben Simmons and Drake part. Because LeBron gets interviewed damn near after every game. And after every practice and on the way places. So he's always getting interviewed. Drake doesn't really do interviews. Drake gives you a lot of his emotions and thoughts and shit on his album. And you only really see anything about Ben Simmons in the news when they're talking about his almost triple-double, who he's running around with in Hollywood, or how they don't think he shoots well enough. So it'll be interesting to see what he actually has to say when he's in the setting like that. Or if he just remains to be quiet. It's probably out. I haven't seen it yet, but it's called The Shop. It's on HBO, so go ahead and check that out. Um, what else is going on? Oh, yeah, um, I guess I'll just get right to it. Um, Kanye West, man. There's a video out of Kanye West in the White House with the current president and uh, Jim Brown. And I'll be honest with you. That video clip was crazy. The video clip validated a lot of things people said about Kanye West as far as calling. I'm not going to say validated. The video clip would help to validate a lot of negative things said about Kanye West and his affinity for Donald Trump. If you watch that video and you lean left, it's going to make you angry. 100% it's going to make you angry. But if you watch the whole 20-something minute video, 
in your open-minded, you may start to understand what's going on. For me personally, I do not like the person in that office for what he seems to stand for as a person. Like even with the policies and stuff, he he just seems like somebody I wouldn't want to be around. With his flip-flopping and his willingness to to bend to the approval of these people that he used to shit on or these people that used to shoot on shit on him all the time. It's like that ain't something I respect. You know these people are you are using you like you're using them. And your your practices have been iffy. As a celebrity, I didn't mind him. He was harmless. He'd just say things that were either entertaining or crazy and you moved on. As a politician, I feel like he's dangerous. I don't think he really understands the level to which he's revered by people who don't give a fuck about people like me. And I think that's my issue. It's like he's reckless with the power he has. I don't think he's even really realized this yet. Kanye has a vision. I may not necessarily agree with the way he's constructing his vision when he says it, when he talks about it. But when I dig through all the bullshit, a lot of things he says make sense. Or I can vibe. But I understand when he mentioned the 13th Amendment, I understand what he meant by it. When he was talking about Chicago, he's actually talking to the police superintendent. These are things that most people who are talking about him don't have the reach to do. Most people on the planet don't have the reach to do. But he's talking about wanting to change things and He's an artist, and that's why I always say, like, I'm going I'm to wait and you know, listen to the music when it comes out. Because, and it's not because, like, I'm some super Kanye fan. It's because that's where he communicates the most effectively is in his music. If you sit there and put Kanye West in front of a fucking podium and ask him to talk about politics and to be honest with you and be real with you about how he feels about things going on in this country, he's going to sound like a fucking idiot. Because that's not the way his process is. That's not the way his mind works. And his mind is spitballing all types of different ideas because he's a creative. And I'm not saying it's because I'm some type of genius. I'm just saying if you look at it, when he's speaking, it looks like chaos. It looks like there's chaos in his mind of him trying to be honest with himself and be what he wants to be and be truthful to himself and still trying to please other people. And I think he finally just gave up on the ladder. Like, I cannot please everybody while trying to, um, there's a word I'm looking for. Damn it, I, I lost the word. But he's basically trying to explain his vision. And he can't do that just talking, just being in front of a podium. I don't think he can do that that way. Boy, if he comes to him putting something he wants to say in music, I understand it crystal clear. Maybe it's just me. But watch him. And the word I got is articulate. He can articulate his thought process as far as to get into this next level of where he feels like we could be as American citizens. He's in a position where he can love everybody because he he has access to being split in not split not places. It's places and spaces where people will love each other because they're in a different tax bracket. They're a different level of income. 
So he has the means to be in spaces where you can vibe because everybody's kind of in the same boat. We're all entertainers. We're all famous. We all have money. We all kind of have the same things going on in relation to us and everybody else. So he don't see things the way we see them, I'm going to say, financially down here with the access that we have. And I just, I think it's really interesting because I know us as black people, we like to get on the internet and just kill people about shit. But if you can't listen and look into the whole video, you got to kind of shut up. You, you, you got to kind of shut up because you're trying to give a book report on after you just read the back cover of the book. You didn't read the fucking book. You got to get all the way into it and then see what's being said because despite the way the video was chopped up, he said some real shit in that video. He said a lot of real shit. But the minute you try to say that, they'll be like, oh, but he did this day. Oh, but he also did that. But nobody wants to see that because everybody's focused on being right. Not focused on getting it right. And there's a big fucking difference. You can either be right or you can get it right. And when you when you only want to be right, a lot of times you're going to end up wrong because you're not being open-minded and willing to and willing to take in new information and willing maybe to bend. You don't have to break. But if you bend, you'll either come back stronger because you were right or you'll come back stronger because now you have, you have more information on your side. You have more things that you've processed more things to think about and more options and possible outcomes if that makes sense so while he looks like a jackass with a lot of things he does and I, I will freely admit he looks fucking crazy and he might be he says he's diagnosed bipolar so he probably is crazy to a degree but if you're patient and you listen and you look there's something there of value. You don't have to agree with all of it. You don't have to agree with the idea, but the outcomes he wants are positive. And that goes for anybody in life. You may you just may not understand how that person is uh, articulating their thought, but if you dig through it, you'll find something good. Unless you're just dealing with a complete asshole. And some people may feel like Kanye West is a complete asshole. It's warranted. He's done some asshole things. But just take your time and listen and watch the whole video. And I can only say this about him because he's the one that's out there now. And he's the one who's on everybody's radar right now. And if you haven't watched the whole video, you're cheating yourself. Watch the whole video. The man said he wanted to have Kaepernick and Trump at the Super Bowl at the same time. And he said he wanted to modify the great again has to, to make America great. That's not so bad. The again part it's kind of what fucked a lot of people up from the jump. And he even said that, in the, like, said something about the world again in the in the video. But the again part, that's what kind of fucked a lot of people up. I'm just being honest with how I feel about the situation. Also, um, go get my belt, Jacksonville, Florida. Not only did the Jaguars get their ass whooped today, but 100 murders. It's not even December. I don't know what the hell is going on in my city right now. I'm upset that I'm not there right now. But 100 murders, that's ridiculous, man. And I know there's been worse. 
There's been worse years when I was in the city, like right before I left. I think 2006 was terrible. 2007 to 8, I believe, were terrible as well. But 100 in the, it's not even December, bro. What's going on? That Yo, that's it, man. Um, No Plan This Ride, number 51. Hit me up on uh, Gmail, noplanthisride at gmail.com. Facebook, No Plan This Ride, the Facebook page. I'm on YouTube, No Plan This Ride. Uh, Twitter, no play two four seven capital N, lowercase O capital P L A Y, no play two four seven on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, JD the Dopeness nine zero four. Hit me there. I'm all over, man. Uh, it's short. I'm irritated today. All my teams fucking lost. Um, yeah, man. Y'all be better, man. Let's make Jacksonville safe again. I'm we do that. If it's ever been safe. But be better tomorrow than you were today. Make your next day your best day, man. And learn something tomorrow you didn't learn today. I wish you well. I wish those you love well. If you need me, holler at me. You're never alone. Close when you get to the holidays, remember that. You're never alone. If you need me, holler at me. If you don't know me, it's cool. Just don't do nothing bad to yourself or nobody else. One love to everybody out there. Peace. Peace.